peoples of the worldwide federated internet. What's good? Gospel of John chapter 7. Not going to have a long intro. Let's get into this. Alright. John chapter 7 verse 9. And when he had said these words unto them, he abode still in Galilee. But when his brethren were gone up, then went he also up unto the feast, not openly, but as it were in secret. And like I said in my other video, I believe the reason that he went this way, I think the reason he sent them ahead of him and he went after in secret is because he knew what everybody wanted. They wanted to see him killed. So he went in secret and they had no idea that he was there. Then the Jews sought him at the feast and said, where is he? So they knew enough about him that they knew or had confidence that he would be at the Feast of the Tabernacles. They knew that he was devout if they didn't know anything else. So they expected him fully to be there. So now they're looking. Verse 12. And there was much murmuring among the people concerning him. For some said, he is a good man. Others said, Nay, but he deceiveth the people. So here goes that battle. Some people recognize this is a good man. Remember what, Nic remember what Nicodemus said. He said, we, implying that was it was more than just Nicodemus. He said, we know that thou art a teacher come from God. So they, they knew this. There was no question in their mind where he came from. Uh, verse 13 Howbeit no man spake openly of him for fear of the Jews. So the religious crowd definitely wielded some power and people didn't want to talk about the Lord Jesus Christ openly because nobody wanted that drama. As we say in this day, they didn't want no smoke whatsoever. And verse 14. Now about the now about the midst of the feast. Jesus went up into the temple and taught. So he went in secret. They didn't know he was there. And now here we go. He goes in the temple to teach. And the Jews marveled, saying, How knoweth this man letters, having never learned? So they're like, yo, his, he's never learned this stuff. He's never learned. I, like, how is he doing all of this? Verse 16, Jesus answered them. And said, my doctrine is not mine, but his that sent me. If any man will do his will, he shall know of the doctrine, whether it be of God or whether I speak of myself. He that speaketh of himself seeketh his own glory. 
But he that seeketh his glory that sent him, the same is true and no unrighteousness is in him. So he's letting them know, I come to you bringing you the things God wants you to know. This is not doctrine that came from man. And they knew this. They knew this. I don't think what Nicodemus said to him in chapter three, I don't think that happened in a vacuum. I think there were many people that heard his doctrine, heard his reasoning and knew. Yeah, this this is this is different. This is truth that we're hearing. You remember what what Peter said? Peter said, yo, you you have the words of life. What you have is the truth. Where else are we going to go? Verse 19, did not Moses give you the law, yet none of you keepeth the law? Why go ye about to kill me? Now think about that. And according to the law, you are not supposed to kill. Thou shalt not kill. They're seeking to kill him. They have no reason for that. They just don't like the things that he's saying. They don't have any legitimate reason to kill him, yet they're seeking to kill him. Think now, let that sit in. Think about that hypocrisy. These are people saying that the Lord Jesus Christ is somehow teaching something contrary to what he's supposed to teach, and they want to kill him for no legitimate reason. They are so blind and rage that they're getting ready to violate the commandments, telling him he's not keeping the commandments. How ridiculous is that? Uh, Verse 20, the people answered and said, thou hast a devil who goeth about to kill thee. Now, we just read where we we saw and we know that they were seeking him to kill him. We know this. So now, not only did they seek to kill him, no reason at all. Now they're lying. They're telling him, yo, you you possessed. You got a devil. Ain't nobody trying to kill you. Lying through their teeth. Verse 21, Jesus answered and said unto them, I have done one work, and ye all marvel. Moses, therefore, gave unto you circumcision. Now, look, he he about to trip them up. He about to trip them up real good. There's so much wisdom in in how the Lord Jesus Christ dealt with people and dealt with contentious situations. We could all learn from listening and reading behind how exactly he dealt with people. If we really go in the Bible and look at this, I think we would all be helped. It's helped me a lot in dealing with people. Moses, therefore, gave unto you circumcision, not because it is of Moses, but of the fathers. And ye on the Sabbath day circumcise a man. So when it was time to circumcise somebody and it was on the Sabbath day, they did it. They didn't abstain from that. And listen to what he says to him. If a man on the Sabbath day receives circumcision, that the law of Moses should not be broken Are ye angry at me because I have made a man every withhold on the Sabbath day? Now, think about it. The two, the greatest commandment, love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul and with all your mind. And the second is like unto it, love your neighbor as yourself. He healed a man on the Sabbath day. This man was lame, 
paralyzed for 38 years. He healed him, made this man whole, and he did it on a Sabbath day. He did he did this man. He did a good thing for this man on a Sabbath day. So what he's arguing to them is, yo, on a Sabbath day, you circumcise. Right. If 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 you're going to follow your thought process to its final destination, to its end, then you are in violation of the Sabbath day as well. So are you seeking to stone me for the very thing, the very violation, same violation you have? You circumcise on a Sabbath day. I did a good deed. I helped the man. I healed this man, made him every withhold on a Sabbath day. And yet you're coming for me. And then. This the thing I like about this this next verse coming up is so many people have this idea that you can't judge. Don't judge. The Bible says don't judge. Don't judge. And that's not what the Bible says. He says, judge not according to the appearance, but judge righteous judgment. Verse 25. Then said some of them of Jerusalem. Is not this he whom they seek to kill? So they're like, yo, is, isn't this this he's teaching here? Is not this the, the same Jesus that they that they want to kill? But lo, he speaketh boldly and they say nothing unto him. Do the rulers know indeed that this is the very Christ? So now they got a they got a situation here, right? The religious crowd, the Sadducees and the Pharisees, they want to kill the Lord Jesus Christ. He's in the he's he's in the temple teaching boldly. Right. This is the place of worship. He's in here teaching boldly. And they're like and the people are like, wait a minute, this is the Christ that they the man that they see, they seek to kill. But yet nobody's doing anything and he's teaching boldly. So surely this must be the Christ because they're afraid to do anything because they're not touching him. Remember, when you see that word Christ, that means the anointed, that prophet, the Messiah that was to come. Uh, verse 27, how be it? We know this man whence he is. But when Christ cometh, no man knoweth whence he is. Then cried Jesus in the temple as he taught, saying, ye both know me and ye know whence I am. And I am not come of myself, but he that sent me is true, whom ye know not. He's like, yo, you know, you know me, you know exactly where I come from. But you don't know the most high God of heaven and earth. They have no earthly clue who they're talking to. They don't know God. And so I, I often, I often think about this and I thought to myself at this point, if I was, Jew, let's say if I was a religious Jew at this point, would I have recognized the Lord Jesus Christ for who he is? So I'm kind of torn on that issue. I've heard people say, you know, uh, that these people, or anybody in this situation probably wouldn't have known I'm torn because, and, and I see this in several different places in the Bible, right? We saw it with the woman at the well. She was of an honest heart. She knew enough about the Christ, the Messiah that was to come, 
that when the Lord Jesus Christ spoke to her and said certain things, she was convinced at that moment. Oh, this is the Christ. She knew it. Why did she know it? I, I think anybody at this time with an honest heart that honestly was was in their in their uh, in their Old Testament that was honestly reading the law and the prophets that honestly was waiting for the Messiah that was of an honest heart seeking God. I think they would know when the Lord Jesus Christ was speaking. Oh yeah, this is definitely the truth because we see it happen several times as he interacts with different people. We see people he interacts with that you can tell just from the discourse. Oh yeah, they're not, they're not really seeking the truth. Like you can see when the, when the Sadducees and the Pharisees, especially when they go to try to challenge him, it's not because they really want to know what the truth is. They just want to be right. And they're trying to trip him up. Definitely not coming from an honest heart. Verse 29. But I know him for I am from him and he hath sent me. Let that sink in. There's a lot in what he just said right there. Verse 30. Then they sought to take him, but no man laid hands on him because his hour was was not yet come. As I always say, we have free will, but that doesn't mean that somehow we're going to be able to to thwart God's plan. Whatever God has set in motion is going to happen regardless of what we do. Verse 31, and many of the people believed on him and said, when Christ cometh, will he do more miracles than these which this man had done. So people believed on him. And I think what was happening is there was a, because there was this schism, right? There were these people who believed that he was a false teacher, but there was people who believed on him that said, yo, when, when, when Christ, when, when the Christ cometh, will he do more miracles than these? Like is, is his work, the things he's doing, not sufficient enough to prove who he is. The Pharisees heard the people heard that the people murmured such things concerning him and the Pharisees and the chief priests sent officers to take him. They were not concerned with truth. The Sadducees and the Pharisees were only concerned with religious power. That's the only thing they were concerned with. They didn't really care about whether the Lord Jesus Christ was the Messiah or not, because anybody who would seriously inquire would know who he was. And we see that when we see an interaction with him and Nicodemus. Verse 33, then said Jesus unto them, yet a little while am I with you, and then I go unto him that sent me. Ye shall seek me and shall not find me. And where I am, thither ye cannot come. He's like, yo, I'm only here for a short while. I'm I'm, I'm going back to glory. Y'all going to be seeking me and you're not going to be able to find me. I'm right here in your face. The Messiah, I'm here. I'm talking to you. You're not realizing what's going on. Then said the Jews among themselves, whither will he go? That we shall not find him. Will he go? unto the dispersed among the Gentiles and teach the Gentiles. So they have no idea what he's talking about. And 
I don't even think his disciples fully understood what he was talking about at this point. So it's definitely not just pointing to them like, yo, I would have known exactly what he was saying. They don't understand what he's saying. He's talking about when when he is crucified, buried, raised and goes up to glory. They don't know all of this. They have no idea what's going on. Verse 36. What manner of saying is this that he said, ye shall seek me and shall not find me. And where I am thither, ye cannot come. They are perplexed. These are hard sayings for him. In the last day, the great day of the feast, Jesus stood up and cried, saying, if any man thirsts, let him come unto me and drink. He that believeth on me, as the scripture hath said, out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water. The Lord Jesus Christ is again letting them know I am the way. I am what you're seeking. And a lot of people are still not getting it. Verse 39. But this spake he of the spirit, which they that believeth on him should receive for the Holy Ghost had not yet uh, was not yet given because that Jesus was not yet glorified. <clears throat> Verse 40. Many of the people, therefore, when they heard this saying, said of truth, this is that prophet. And that goes back to what I'm what I'm saying. There are people at this time who I'm fully convinced were really and legitimately seeking the truth. And when those people heard his words, heard his sayings, even though some of these sayings were hard, even though some of these things were hard to be understood. And I'm sure that a lot, many of these people didn't understand every detail. Even the disciples who followed him and believed on him didn't understand all the details. But these were people that out of an honest heart was seeking God and they knew that when the Lord Jesus Christ was speaking, that he was speaking the truth. And they knew they didn't understand all the details, but they knew, yeah, this is the Christ, the son of the living God. Y'all know what it is. Stay frosty, people.